Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's a wrestle me, wrestle me, Mark. It's a wrestle me, wrestle me, Pete. We're back with uh, after a, a tragic uh, end to Booker T's WrestleMania um, Poor at nineteen. Book. Poor Book Book. Poor um, book. He, he, yeah, he, uh, he'll be all right though. He is. I'm he's sure doing very right. well. He's a two-time Hall of Famer. Yeah, now. two-time. Yeah, I believe Triple H is three-time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's only two-time. Uh, only two-time. How? Because he no, was only, he's only no, once. Yeah, because he was only yeah. always alone, wasn't he? Was, I, was he ever in a tag tag? Well, he's in Degeneration D- X. Oh, that's stable. Okay. Actually, thinking about that, of course, he hasn't gone in to the Hall of Fame because yeah. he's working and he's going to yeah, be around yeah, yeah. for a few years and he's not going to drop dead because mm. he's got proper health care, mm. unlike a lot of wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. But there's obviously a thing there where he's gone, you know, you know who should be in the Hall of Fame? Me. <laughs> and he can't put himself in yeah. because it's his family firm. So he's gone, oh, we should put DX in. That'd be really good. <laughs> Let's put DX in, guys. Yeah. That'd be nice. That'd be really nice for Billy Gunn. <laughs> that would be really nice. I, uh, God, I've totally forgotten to tell you. I'm in, I was in that. Billy Gunn. Forgot what? to tell you. What? Someone contacted me, uh, Dave Cribb, who we both know. Okay, friend right, of ours. Yeah. I didn't know Dave Cribb was into wrestling. Right. I didn't even know he listened to wrestle me. Right. Turns out he does both. Oh, <laughs> we've, maybe we've reignited something inside him. And uh, he, 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 he actually he did wrestling training uh, mm. about a year ago. It didn't go well. <laughs> uh, the, um, the, uh, he he gave me a, a dropped me a WhatsApp saying um, uh, I've just been on Billy Gunn's Twitter. Right. And he said, he's got a link to newageoutlaws.com, the Mm. website. He said, but it's expired. I don't think he's noticed. (laughs) And the domain is up for sale. He said, why don't you buy newageoutlaws.com and then just use it for wrestling? Wrestle me. I was like, well... (laughs) Like an auto redirect. I mean, we we have got like... Like wrestle me on wrestle me pod on Twitter. I mean that will sort of do it. Is it cyber squatting? And I was thinking, maybe there's money to be made on this. <laughs> They're not going to bring back the New Age Outlaws. No. But all I'd say is, if you do buy it, it was our idea, so you've got to give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put a little logo at the bottom of your whatever you're doing with it. Yeah. Whatever, not unless it's really bad. Yeah. Unless it's like the dark web. If we want to be associated with it, <laughs> then we need to be very prominent. <laughs> if we don't want to be associated with it, then please do leave us out of it. I just I like that. Um, I every now and again I sort of think that you know the Football Ramble or the podcast our podcast company could be the first podcast company on the dark web, and we could just you know have a dark web address, and then people go. I mean, people only go on the dark web for child porn and guns, don't they? And, and drugs. I was like, 
Yeah, but we could say we're the first. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about them? <laughs> Someone that I met, and they were like, um, oh, it's, do you know what, it's really hard. It's really hard to get the um, the complete run of, I think it was something like Bread, the Carla Lane sitcom. <laughs> right, it's okay, yeah. And I said, oh, is it? Yeah, I don't really know. They said, yeah, you can't actually get it on DVD anymore. I said, all oh, right, no. They said, yeah. yeah, I had to get it off the dark web. I said, you got... You got <laughs> what, you go down with like a tall browser Car- just to download... Carla Lane's bread off... He said, yeah, I had to pay in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Who's selling Carla Lane's bread on the dark web? <laughs> Amazing. Well, you ain't going to get many seeds for your torrent, are you, really? You ain't going to get many people given that for Let's free. Let's hope that, that those two orders that burnt off were not confused. <laughs> between, this, this isn't photo. This isn't <laughs> photos of wolves eating dead women's bodies. <laughs> This is the 1980s sitcom Bread by Carla Lane. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what a mix-up, huh? That's a good sitcom, Dark Web Mix-up. Dark Web Mix-up. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say it, but I think you get the gist. Hulk Hogan is yes. uh, making his return after one year. That was, <laughs> that was wrong. Everyone is. Uh, to WrestleMania for a street fight against uh, Mr. McMahon. After a WWEshop.com advert where you can buy yeah. a Batista um, merch. This is very much my era. I had some of the things that they that they put up there. Okay, right. The Rob Van Dam one of a kind DVD, that sort of thing. Uh, that gets samey. Um, sometimes the DVD is time. not a wrestler's great great friend, yeah. oddly, when you get 12 of their matches. Oh, this is he's doing that again. Yep, good. good. Yeah, oh, right, yep, here we go. I can see the cue, see what he does. It seems to be exactly the same match, in fact. It's, uh, it, Rob Van Dam is very much that. Um, this has got a great intro package, yeah. and what this really feels like suddenly is this feels like the main event that they've really yes. put this package together they've brilliantly. They've done it again, though, haven't they? They they've have. D- they've done the main event too early. They have. <laughs> uh, this this was always the picture as well that, that made it to the DVD box cover, yeah. just as Hogan um, Rock did last year. Right. So it's almost like the DVD was making the nod to yeah. this. I think this this WrestleMania had a terrible tagline, that was something like Dare to Dream, okay. um, which is, ugh, you know, well done, guys. Go for gold. <laughs> yeah. I was just drinking this water, and I suddenly saw the thing that said Dare to Dream, and I just thought we should... Yeah, very, very good. Um, it has a really good elegaic feel to it. This whole mm. this whole promo, like it's sort of going. This is the last stand. This is the end of an era. Yeah. This is a, a last hurrah. Yeah. Um, the match is much much too long. <laughs> um, lightning doesn't strike twice for Hogan, unfortunately. No. Um, he comes out to this awful <laughs> sub Jimi Hendrix sort of shredding. Yeah. And in the original one, he did come out to Jimi Hendrix's Voodoo Child, which was the, right. the song he was using sort of through, you know, WCW. Yeah. And when you watch the original, or like on YouTube. He, he's doing all the actions for, you know, uh, well, I stand to the edge of the mountain, chop it down with the back right, of my okay, hand. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing the hand chops. And we, when you don't have the lyrics or oh, the, so the beat... so they've dubbed it over with some yeah. noodles, right? Yeah, so he comes out and he's sort of like, like <laughs> jerking around. And it doesn't mean anything. Oh, they've done, a good, they've done a good job because I didn't really notice that. I mean, I saw him, I just thought he'd gone a bit mad. Yeah, like, that's what it looks like. <laughs> when you see the original one, you go, oh, no, he's actually totally complimentary. Yeah, <laughs> this, this makes... He's actually hitting all the beats and he's doing the guitar. But, at like, the right time. but like the preamble is like great because like you've got like Vincent Mann going, you testified me in federal court. Yeah, and it was like wow, they've used the the, yeah. the steroid trial and that stuff. It, it, one of the lines that comes out, the, the commentator says, I can't remember who it is, probably Jim Ross. He says he tried to put Mr. McMahon out of business. He tried to put his family out of business. Mm. The other way of saying that is he was willing to testify in court regarding the use of steroids in professional wrestling in exchange for immunity, in which his testimony largely disproved the federal criminal charges against McMahon <laughs> at the cost of Hogan's own. 
public standing. <laughs> now, I've written that down because I wanted to get it right. The reality is Hogan uh, did <laughs> take immunity, but the testimony that he gave actually entirely exonerated uh, Vince McMahon. Right. Which is something that's often forgotten about. He mm. was seen as being the enemy. He wasn't. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, there was no enemy. I mean, Vince McMahon, mm. as enemy, we found the out in the 9-11... The <laughs> yeah. The, the enemy was the people saying to him, you can't do criminal acts. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, well, pff, I'll, I'll argue that. Judge that. Yeah. Uh, the 9-11 Smackdown, we, uh, we mm. oddly, that's 2001. So for years, they're still m- muntering on about this bloody, <laughs> you know, case that they won. Yeah. And they're just going, we're shuttling all the scores. At least they're using it for storyline now rather than equating it with 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. I mean, it's, they're, they're advancing. Um uh, uh, looking at Vince here, I mean, that steroid trial needs to be restarted. <laughs> he is. He has found a little, uh, the EU Icapro mountain. He is, he is a shredded beast. He looks like the vulcanised foam they made Hoggle out of <laughs> Labyrinth with. Like, it he doesn't does look, look like Hoggle. It looks like you can put your hand through Vince and squidge it. At this point, it. Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan's baby would be Hoggle. It would look exactly like <laughs> Hoggle and it would be dancing to this knockoff Jimi Hendrix Dis- music. Disgust. Like, he looks, dis- Vince Oh, it looks disgusting. He does. And he looks, his bug eyes make it look like he's surprised at his own body. Going, <laughs> well, like it's hell. fighting him. <laughs> like, it's, like the insides are trying to push out. Trying to inject his eyes. I, it's th- too they look like animated characters. They yeah, don't look disgusting. like real humans. They look like end-of-level bosses <laughs> from some kind of weird Super Famicom video absolutely that you video game that you've basically hallucinated while you're ill. It's and they're just <laughs> they're slow and it's but it's also sort of brilliant. I sort yeah, of enjoyed this. Yeah, I mean, they're two bit. characters that you know we've we've seen a lot of and 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 you know Vince he, he was hiding his pecs under a bushel for all that time. <laughs> right. it turns out uh, there is. I mean, Vince is because he's not listed as talent uh, mm. during this period. He is never drug tested. <laughs> no, is, oh, no right? he could get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah, I imagine, yeah. he's the boss. He's not going to take uh, steroid no. performance enhancing supplements. Lead, lead by example. He is a sixty-five-year-old man <laughs> at this point. <laughs> why is he going to suddenly start taking performance enhancing steroids? He's sixty-five. Got, why would you? Why would you? I mean. He's seen Actually, a lot he's not of people. 60, he's 58. 58. I mean, I mean still. still. He's seen so many people die. <laughs> the combined age of the two men in the ring is 108. <laughs> he's seen people die from junk. Yeah. And he's clearly junked. Yep. And I'm going to stick my neck out, my normal-sized human neck out, <laughs> and say he's junked. And yeah. and you sort of go, at his age, why would, for the sake of this little storyline yep. that goes on for 20 minutes and 47 seconds, according to my Wikipedia. <laughs> God, that's long. <laughs> um, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you, uh, uh, why would you adversely f- affect your body? In Vince, this way. Vince, like we, like oddly, that came up with the Nathan Jones thing. Mm. Vince is obsessed with big bodies. Mm. The World Bodybuilding Federation that he did in 1991. Mm. If I think there was a choice for him, if they said you, one of them will be very successful. Yes, but you have to choose which. Yeah, he'd have gone bodybuilding. He yeah. loves. Oh, look at that! Look at the size of it! Yeah. And I think what he's done to himself is just going. This is absolutely how a man should look. <laughs> no one can hurt this man. Oh, my little heart! <laughs> um, you know, he's he's. Uh, there are very few people at fifty-eight who are performing in the main events at WrestleMania, especially mm. as a part-time talent. He yeah. is a remarkable boss. How many other billionaire company owners are out there doing this, getting their heads bashed in? No. You know, we've said it before. He's a remarkable man. This this match is over long. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos. I think it's a, I, think, I can't remember. It might even pop Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Somebody made the point that Jeff Bezos only follows one person on mm. Instagram or Twitter, and it's his ex-wife. 
and she doesn't even follow him back, <laughs> which is beautiful. Beautiful. Lonely life. <laughs> uh, Ruddy Piper comes out uh, halfway through the match. Yeah. And it was a sort of surprise booking. Um, it, it is a bit of a surprise because he's the years have not been kind to Roddy. No, nah, he's got a gut on him. He's got a gut. He's, I think, had a hip replacement at this point right. and he moves very stiffly. He's also really pockmarked. And you yeah. know, like the, the footage when there was that period where the Russians were obsessed with poisoning people with new poisons. <laughs> and there'd be like the Ukrainian uh, hopeful for presidency and he'd turn up and he'd look like a lizard it's man. Great. Yeah, yeah. And they'd be like, we've done nothing. But, you know, this, this yes, we we find this hilarious but it's nothing to do with us <laughs> uh, it was a bit like that with Piper where he's really sort of pockmarked mm. and he just he, he looks enough like Piper but he doesn't quite look enough like Piper for you to go yay no. you sort of go oh yeah here he is but I, I, I was sort of reading reading around Piper's appearance in this and apparently like weeks before he was on TNA blaming WWE for the death of Owen Hart like yes. days ago weeks ago he was like, he turns up wearing a, a t-shirt that says Frats right. and Frats was his big thing a sort of federation a brotherhood of the lost wrestlers mm. and at this point he was on a really sort of like passionate thing about the number of people in the business who had died Right. so that t-shirt has a list on the back of it of dead wrestlers Yeah. and it says Owen Andre Kurt Hennig um, uh, you know there's about 15 names mm. on it um, when he was signed one of the first things he did was he said, what you need to know before you sign me mm. for this WrestleMania mm. and then onwards, he said, is I've done an interview with HBO's Real Sports with Bryant Gumble, mm. And he said, in that, I discuss the drug culture in wrestling and I say the promoters aren't doing enough. Loads of people are dying and no one's doing anything about it. Yeah. He said, so I've been quite critical of the whole industry. He said, um, so, you know, do you still want to sign me? And they went, of course we do. Of mm. course we do. Don't be silly. They signed him. Uh, they knew the thing was going out. I think it was in June. Mm. It came out in June. The second it came out, they fired him. <laughs> um, he was. He told uh, Gumble, and it was a slight hit job. Um, Piper had been saying, everyone's dead. They're all dying early and nobody cares about it. They take them and they screw them up so much. He said the wrestling business had a great entrance plan, the quick fame, the adulation and the highs, mm. but it's got no exit plan. Yeah. Piper said he was still working because he couldn't get anything from his pension until he turned 65. And he said, I am not going to make 65. Ultimately, he didn't. He died at 61. Right. But he was very adamant within the piece. He uh, he said, "I'm not. this isn't Vince McMahon. This is the culture of promoters when we were coming up. There's a lot of people to blame in this. Yeah. And the actual HBO uh, programme really sort of was going, Vince McMahon, you're responsible for all of this. And Vince was really angry about it. Right. He felt like it was a real hatchet job. Yeah. But the second it came out, even though Piper had warned them about it, they fired him. Right. Um, which is, you know, it's sad. It's sad and sort of weirdly dishonest and <sighs> crazed. Mm. Um, he... he the one thing Piper does here which actually should have got him fired is when he comes in the first thing he says to Vince McMahon is he looks down at him and goes come on Junior <laughs> <laughs> knowing full well that Vince hated being referred to as Junior so um, yeah maybe Roddy had some issues of his own that he was still going through uh, there's a lot of uh, holy shit shouts holy shit yes. I was like wow how was that allowed on the telly yeah there's actually one of my favourite parts in this whole match is where uh, Vince sort of goes 
through the announcer's desk yeah. and he hits Hugo Savinovich <laughs> and Hugo Savinovich, the announcer, does a blade job. Yeah. Properly and great. Yeah, everyone's bleeding. Yeah. Everyone's bleeding. And they're all, they're all men <laughs> over 55. And, you know, just like everyone's going, oh, my head's splitting open. Like, like they've all got crepe paper skin. And the announcer, like, does a really weirdly, like, specific, he, like, carves a sort of little S into his he head. Does. It's, it's weird. I think uh, Hugo Savinovich. doesn't bleed enough. Who is a long term Puerto Rican star. He was like Dusty Rhodes or Abdullah. Right. He had that scar tissue. All right. And all you really needed to do was give that a good old tap and it's going <laughs> to spray out everywhere like a geezer. Oh, man. That's my favourite bit. It's just the fact it's, that uh, everyone plays. Yeah. And then Hulk, you know, actually, there's there's a shot of Vince, which is properly good, where Vince has gone, gone under the ring to get a metal pole. Yeah. And he comes up and the cameraman's over on the other side of the ring, but he's zoomed in. And he looks demented. And it's like a proper cheesy horror film where he just comes up that bloody face smiling. I think Jim Ross goes, that's the face of Satan himself. And <laughs> I'm my employer. Yeah. Proper good. And then Hogan <laughs> eventually hulks up and the crowd go yeah. banana and it's just great. It couldn't be happier. <laughs> it's, the, um, it's the North Stars of the, like, the punching and it's just like, oh, I mean, the punches don't look good. And, uh, <laughs> I, it, it goes off the ladder. It was fun. He goes off the ladder and like, and then his son's out and I was thinking, you made your son do much worse. Yes, ladder. yeah, he would do. I mean, this is a funny thing as well where they where Shane comes out and I actually was like, oh, what happens here? Yeah, And it's just Nothing. Shane sort of goes, I would like to tend to my father and Hogan goes, I will allow you to yeah. or I do not respect your family. And he came out I was like, why am I watching fucking Shane McMahon? Well, see, I don't know what he's doing here. It wasn't like they had a big Shane versus Hogan no. thing planned. No. A bit strange. Uh, this is the, the very final uh, WrestleMania match that Hulk Hogan has. Oh, really? Um, so that's goodbye to Hogan for It me. is, yeah. Oh. He, he will come out a few times uh, over the years as a sort of guest and wave yeah. and uh, odds and ends but he um, he he really really wanted at some point to have a match with John Cena he felt that that was okay. the two biggest merchandising sellers everyone. you can't I, have a pop at everyone I know this, this is um, there was a lot of press <laughs> this week about Hogan supposedly saying now is the time Wrestlemania 36 this is the last chance we've got let's do Hogan versus Cena um, this was because a fan at the last Wrestlemania had been carrying around a sign saying Hogan versus Cena WrestleMania 36, you know, last chance, that sort of thing. <laughs> and he, 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 Hogan had retweeted this. That's all he'd done. He just retweeted yeah. it. And there's loads of Hogan calling for this match. Um, Hogan, by the time that WrestleMania happens next year, he'll be 65. He hasn't actually wrestled since 2012. Yeah. And he hasn't had a good match since the WrestleMania before this one. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a, that's a, it's a tough ask. Um, Cena himself is pretty much semi retired now. Yeah. Certainly doing other things. Oh, um, speaking Chinese, isn't he? Living yeah. in China. So that's a bit of an end of an era. Really, we're, mm. we're, we're saying goodbye to Hulk Hogan. Yeah, well, we said him off. quite a couple of times, haven't we? <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, times. yeah. It's um, and amazingly, uh, he didn't sort of go to prison. Or anything. <laughs> no. Well done, Hulk. No. Um, there, there's a nice um, little echo here as well where they actually start it, where he does do the old uh, "You better say your prayers and eat your vitamins." Yes. And oddly, with all of the weight that we know that you know vitamins, what they were, and mm. it wasn't about saying your prayers; it was about filling in your prescription. There's something sort of sweet and nice about hearing that with everyone's world weary do you know what it's like it's like a couple who can make light of an affair many years later yeah they'll go, a time yeah. in our lives you know yeah. we're a bit messed up and... yeah like, like you and that slag and everyone goes yeah and it felt or a bit like that or Lil from <laughs> have you TV been on the dark bread <laughs> so big out there it's weird it's like whole little 
There's a social media <laughs> presence just for people who love bread. On your next radio show, can you do the texture? What is the least dark web thing you've bought on the dark web? <laughs> yes. What's, uh, what's better, catch the penny or miss the pound? Um, just don't know. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another uh, goodbye <laughs> coming up now as we uh, we head to The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, it was a weird one, this one, because like, obviously it didn't have quite as much uh, the intensity that they have no. had before. No. And sometimes it looked like they never worked together before. No. There was no, like, there was not that much fluidity, let's say. No. I think we were mm. spoiled by the WrestleMania 17, which is a, a great match and their magic in. Yeah. Uh, did you know this was going to be Austin's last match? No, I didn't know. No. And there was no indication that that was the case. In, no. In well, what happens is, it is um, Austin has had a really sporadic year. Right. And he's getting worse and worse neck problems, and he's beginning to get scared of going into the ring. Yeah, uh, he thinks you know after he's he's been had his neck broken by Owen Hart, he's had problems with this again and again and again, and he's beginning to worry that one day he'll he'll just snap. Um, he has had a long period out where he's left WWE unhappy with the booking, mm. and so I think he only comes back in February, and they very very quickly realize that he's coming to the end of everything now. He doesn't yeah. want to do this anymore. And they decide not to say anything because they don't want to ruin who's going to win. If everyone knows Austin is leaving, mm. then The Rock winning 
will seem like a, 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 a you know a fait accompli. Mm. Oddly, they're not doing this so much nowadays. If you if you say I'm retiring, they will give you a match, and you know, will you go out on a hire? Well, won't you? They don't mind so much. But in the old days of the territories, if you were leaving, you made sure to put everyone over on the way out, right? Because you were building the stars who were still there to make money. Yeah. So there's a sort of slightly old-fashioned sensibility of going, don't let anyone know it's his last match. It's a real shame they didn't, because the reaction they would have got going stone cold, this is it, and he's and he's going to retire, would have been huge. Yeah. I think had this happened later in his career, maybe five years later, three years later even, they would have done a big retirement match at WrestleMania, mm. where it would be, you know, it would just be insane. In this, he's got a couple of hints. So on his vest, there's the letters OMR typed on it, which stood for one more round. Right. That was him going, this is my last match. Um he went in with Rock. I think he'd pretty much handpicked Rock to be the guy that he wanted his last match to be with. Yeah, and he had good ding dongs before. <laughs> Absolutely, and he was worried that that they couldn't live up to the 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 previous matches they'd had. And this seems to be a big thing throughout Austin's last three years. Is he's absolutely hung up on whether or not he can perform at the level that he feels he should be. Mm. He obviously didn't want to be one of those legends like Hogan, who is going for too long, like Ric Flair, yeah. who goes for too long and who slightly sullies their their previous career. He wanted to go out on top and he wanted to go out on his own terms. Amazingly, I mean, he is one of the very, very few wrestlers who, when he said, I'm retired, he, he meant stayed it. retired. Even yeah. even Shawn Michaels, who who retired after a match at WrestleMania with The Undertaker, he lasted a long time, but then he got back in the ring for this money with the Saudi Arabian deal they'd done. The Saudi Arabians were very keen to have some stars they'd heard of. Um, one of the stars they wanted last year was Yokozuna, mm. <laughs> who had, I believe, been dead since 1994. <laughs> um, so they, they really did. I think they gave Shawn Michaels $2 million to, to do, do that it. match. But he did the match. And is, is Austin like, has never done another match. Isn't um, there a situation at the moment where, obviously the uh, WWE have made a lot of money off the women yeah. wrestlers and yeah. then they go to Saudi Arabia yep. they can't wrestle nope. they can't have any nope. they female. are making so yeah. much money off the Saudi Arabian deal which I believe is something like 45 million dollars a year yeah. that that they are willing to do business with a, a country that I think even the UFC is like we, we are not going to no we're pulling out of the deals yeah. the WWE have gone yeah we'll do that they say well you can't bring the women they say no we won't bring the women mm. they say you can't bring Sami Zayn the wrestler because he has Sir- Syrian heritage right, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they say that is no problem at all yeah. um, it's I mean it's <laughs> It's an indefensible mm. thing if you're uh, a liberal like us. If you're Vince McMahon, it's money, money, money. Mm. Keep it coming in. But, is it, but it just seems weird that like you would make all that money off the uh, women wrestlers and, and, and uh, you know sell yourself as a, a lot more progressive than you used to be and yep. all this stuff and, and put in so many female stars over and then just have the situation it's, where you're like... They're yeah. in the middle of the women's revolution, mm. apart from when they go to Saudi Arabia, where it is still 11.50. Yeah. You know, that's... Uh, yeah. that's <laughs> welcome to the grubby world of wrestling. <laughs> um, it's uh, Yeah, it's disappointing. But Austin, has never come back I mean I don't think there is a price uh, that Austin would accept to come back I mm. think he is he is done and he is done on his terms he goes out in the one of the biggest matches in Wrestlemania it, it's amazing how long it's been now so it's been 15 years since he retired he's never he's never they've wanted him back again and again and mm. again and it's and never, never had a tickle and every year that goes by the chances of him coming back are even smaller um, and good you know don't don't sully that career yeah it's um they, they they have a match and it isn't um, it's not as good as 17 and I think oddly I think you know Austin is slightly checked out and actually Rock is funnily enough he will only wrestle I think three more matches 
in about or seven matches in three months or three matches in seven months. But either way, he's coming to the end of his active career as right. well because Hollywood is calling. So you're seeing two guys who are certainly within with Rock's case half a dozen and with Steve Austin, it's his last match. They are the two biggest stars in the industry and no one knows that they're about to stop. Mm. And this is going to be, I think, Rock's last WrestleMania for seven years and you'll never see Austin again. It's an mm. amazing, odd thing. These two big stars that you don't know you're watching the dying embers of. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah. They have this match and and right at the end Rock pushes the referee over after he's pinned Austin and he has a conversation with Austin yeah. and for you know there's a lot of interest in what was said and they made a documentary about sort of backstage at Wrestlemania and they ask Rock they said so what did you say to Austin and he said it's none of your business that will stay between me and Steve that's yeah. private to us and it cuts then in the documentary to Steve Austin and he says Rock leant over to me and he said um, <laughs> he said I love you and thank you for everything uh, I replied you don't know how much this match meant to me uh, and then I said I love you too um, so that's been <laughs> that's been summed up as uh, just a couple of grown dudes crying about wrestling which I think is a, a lovely sort of thing um, Rock <laughs> sort of clears off really he, he goes sort of slightly bad temperedly kisses his family and then he disappears and Austin is doing the old essentially this is his retirement mm. he's saying goodbye he says goodbye with two middle fingers which is a bit of a shame because that <laughs> means fuck you but he walks around but the crowd don't know mm. so they're just going oh he's doing an Austin you know mm. walk around and we all go woo yeah. and everything um, but yeah that was it he went and it's mm. it's so mad thinking that the biggest star in the industry's history the man who had the most eyes on him and made the most merchandising money the that he was able to retire, never come back, but also retire almost silently. Mm. It, 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 it seems amazing. Mm. If you'd have done the old thing at next year's WrestleMania, that Austin was going to retire at that one, they would have sold the place out within moments. Yeah. And instead, it's just nobody knew it was going to happen yeah. until it was done. Well, but also with those, with those kind of... Um with those kind of things, though, you like with wrestling, you never know whether they're talking crap or not. So you kind of like, no. well, oh, this is the, you know, this I, is. I can this, almost this guarantee to you that, like, after the year they'd had with Austin, sort of leaving and coming back and leaving, coming back, everyone thought, oh, he'll be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. just didn't know he wouldn't be. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah, the, the number. Rock actually only wrestled three more times before he would step away from the ring for seven years. Jeez, so just an amazing crazy. thing. Two huge stars about to sort of come to the end. Yeah. Um, and what they had here, of course, was they had the future. Um, and what they didn't realise, of course, is that this future would also fuck off fairly quickly. Um, Brock Lesnar would would um, leave after next year's WrestleMania. So oh. he has basically got a year before he's going as well. So so, so where does Brock... I thought Brock Lesnar went further, like went later. No, so he, we, oh. will, we will see at uh, WrestleMania oh. 20 the classic match he has with Bill Goldberg where the crowd have found out that Lesnar is leaving wrestling <laughs> and it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> um, it coincides with everybody having access to news on the internet. Fantastic. Everyone gets in. Lovely. Um, but this is, this is the match, uh, the WWE Championship match between yeah. uh, Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle. As we mentioned on an earlier podcast, this is the first WrestleMania main event that has two competitors using their real name. Yes. Um, oddly, in the film that Hulk Hogan made in 1989, No Holds Barred, there is a character of a wrestler who I think is called Brock Laser. Oh, and nice. it seems like such a sort of like stupid, oh, you know, what a shitty, crappy screenwriter's <laughs> name to come up with Brock Lesnar. That's exactly what I think wrestlers are called. Brock Lesnar's real name is Brock, Brock Lesnar. Lesnar. I here didn't he know goes. Brock. Sometimes with American names, <coughs> I didn't know that was a fucking name. Yeah. Brock. Brock, Duke, 
Chip. Tender, Chad, probably. Tender's probably tender, a name. Tender. Tender. Tendo. <laughs> <laughs> all of the all of the tenders. Um, so in the in the in the bit at the start, they show like a load of like VT and how how this sort of came to to pass and stuff. Yeah. And there's a bit where um, Kurt Angle is replaced by. His brother. Yes. But when Googling, one of his brothers killed his wife. That's right, yeah. And you're like, it's just not him. Yeah. I mean, Kurt Angle has had no luck with uh, with murder in his life, really. Just, yeah, he's had I mean, a he, few. Was, he was involved, uh, you know, down at the Foxcatcher camp uh, where the, the wrestler David Schultz, who he was very close to, mm. was murdered by the uh, the heir uh, John Dupont, mm. I believe, who was also a huge, uh, slightly sinister figure uh, in amateur wrestling. Yeah. Um, Angle was, was involved in that. He, his brother, yeah, was involved involved recently more recently in the last couple of years mm. um, Eric Angle was his brother who uh, oddly didn't really have any wrestling career I think he did train briefly uh, to be a pro yeah. but it never really happened this is his biggest part in wrestling where uh, Brock Lesnar <laughs> attacks him and then Kurt you know um, uh, as Brock is staring at the man who isn't Angle <laughs> it's sort of funny I mean they look similar but He's wearing a hood and everything, so yeah. it could have been anyone. So it's yeah, not like he, Brock is like... When he gets know, slammed, he's like holding onto the hood. Just yeah. the hood, the back of your head. It's not the Dave and Earl Hebner no. twin thing that they kept secret until that <laughs> glorious day in 1988. It's not quite <laughs> as good as that. Um, again, this, this match is, is one of those ones that's really remembered more for the backstage story, which was that Kurt Angle was absolutely destroyed his body. Yeah. Um, his neck was ruined, and he, he was continually told that he shouldn't take part in this main event right the problem is it's the Wrestlemania main event this is what you've been working for yeah. you'll never get another one and indeed he didn't get another one most people you know who, who are in a Wrestlemania main event it's a chance of a lifetime and Angle decided to go through Typically with Angle, he can't just sort of go, yes, I'll, you know, I knew I needed surgery and I knew it was actually dangerous to do this. Yeah. I mean, they were talking about altering the main event. Um, they were going to have Angle lose the belt to, to Brock Lesnar in 30 seconds. That's how bad he was. It was going to happen on TV. Right. And then they work out something else for WrestleMania. Um, Brock Lesnar talks about the match and says, I was actually really worried through the whole thing because I realised one wrong move and I could break his neck and then he's dead. Yeah. So it became really high stakes. And mm. I think Angle, he famously won the um, Olympic gold medal for freestyle wrestling. He won that with a, a, a cracked vertebrae. Yeah. And he's always, I won the gold with a broken freaking neck. Mm. You know, He is, comes from that legitimate sports background that was just, there is no off time. It's the yeah. grind. If you, know. you, if you were, it's, it's like, um, they sort of say with most footballers, if you wait for a time, there are some football who are perennially injured they're always just injured uh, and they never really spend much time on the, on the uh, off the sidelines and, they sort of, and, and the best footballers sort of say if you wait until you're even just 99% yeah. fit you'll never get on the yeah, pitch you entirely. know what I mean you're always 70% you're always just pushing through Angle had neck issues continuously throughout mm. his career and I think in this I mean he did need spinal surgery and mm. they were saying you know you are in a terrible way this is really you shouldn't be in the ring mm. I think there have been lots of attempts to talk him out of it but they, he was just like absolutely no way yeah. he added an extra little bit which was to out of nowhere (laughs) Um, he he always adds a little sort of extra wrestlers tend to do this they over embellish so in 2015 he did an interview and he said the reason I carried on was not just because you know I wanted the main event money and and this that other he said I had a neighbour's son who had Down syndrome and he wanted to see me wrestle and I couldn't break that boy's heart um, just give well, him a DVD. I mean, would the kid have bothered anyway? This is like when yeah. Craig won the Big Brother money when he won <laughs> when he won the first series of Big Brother. He he, he came out and he said, you know, there's a disabled child that I know and, and yada 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 yada, <laughs> and all this money's going to go to where? And everyone was like, oh, and I was like, oh, and then in retrospect, you sort of go, 
Yeah, but you would have made more money by saying that, wouldn't you? Yeah, You probably entirely. would have got that money. Yeah. It's hard to be cynical. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's very easy it's to be cynical. It's about time someone took down the first winner of Big, Brother, Big Brother in the UK. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been, got an easy ride for too long. He's been long. riding high for too long. He has been sitting there living in his little flat thinking, <laughs> I've got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't think of Donaldson PI on his case. Um, <laughs> I'm horrible. <laughs> after the match, Angle does go for spinal surgery and he's supposed to be out for a year, but he goes for some weird new sort of controversial spinal thing and he's back in three or four months oh really um, wow. yeah although I think he does continue to have spine problems for the rest of his career <laughs> so um, the, the, one of the problems with this match is it had been really really booked like last year's with Jericho and Triple H it had been booked with one clear winner yeah. that was always going to be Lesnar and so the crowd don't get into it in the same way it's a really physical heart hitting match and it felt at the time really legitimate well it's, it's there's a lot of groundwork at the start it's a proper it's a proper like two big yeah actual wrestlers Lesnar's a former NCAA champion Angle is one of the most elite wrestlers in the world yeah. you know um, probably probably one of the greatest American amateur wrestlers um, the amateur wrestling community do not really like Kurt Angle anymore yeah. because he got involved in pro wrestling right. he is, okay, he yeah, is yeah, not yeah. he's not really given the kudos that he deserves um, yeah. because oh. he, he he went and did something else he probably gets the paycheck he? he does he probably made a lot of money out of that that was his slightly his big thing <laughs> um, uh, the 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 matches is, is you know, it, it, it's an attempt to re, sort of uh, weirdly like an old-fashioned thing from the fifties, where people used to sort of go, "Well, wrestling might be all predetermined and everything; mm. it's probably fixed." But the main events aren't; they must yeah, be real. Yeah, and those yeah, guys, yeah. they wouldn't, they wouldn't fake it. They are the best. And this has that feel. It mm. feels like a legitimate, proper. You've got two great amateurs who are just bullying each other around mm. the ring, and it's just physical in a way that the other matches aren't. Um, and then, fantastically, uh, Brock Lesnar. Caps it all off with a perfectly executed shooting star press uh, and pins Angle. Yeah. And it's a thing of beauty and uh, there's nothing embarrassing about it. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird end, wasn't it? It's the most... The, I mean, I it's, it's kind of hard to explain, I think. It's, what basically happens is, is for before he comes to WWE, Brock Lesnar is in uh, a thing called OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling, which is run by Jim Cornette. Right. And it's like a WWE feeder system. Mm. So they go, we're interested in this guy. Uh, let's see what we can do. You can train him up. And Brock Lesnar surprises everyone when, as a young man, he performs a shooting star press. Now, at mm. the time, 2003, really you only saw cruiserweights doing that. Yeah. And what it essentially is, is you go onto the top turnbuckle, you do a leaping backflip mm. so that your body rotates backwards 100 and 360 degrees so that you land on the fallen opponent with your chest. So much easier to see it than it is to describe it. <laughs> um, but it's basically like a backward somersault splash. Yeah. And Lesnar had done this. And when they brought him up to the WWE, they knew he could do this move right. that previously you'd only seen tiny, tiny guys doing. Guys it, yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. And they held back on it for, for years. They never used it in the yeah. ring. And it was only when they got to WrestleMania that they, they realised they wanted a special end to this. And so there's <laughs> conflicting uh, information about who asked him to do this because Brock Lesnar did not want to do it. No. And uh, John Laurinaitis, <laughs> who is one of the sort of, uh, I, think, I think at the time he was probably in charge of talent management, mm. certainly a backstage guy, um, he had said, why don't you do this shooting star press? Um, other people have said it was Jim Ross, um, but... Lesnar didn't name who it was in his book. He simply said, I won't say who it was, but they did say it would be a great WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Um, Kurt Angle outed himself. 
as being the person who had said that. <laughs> so Kurt Angle had just said, it'd be a great thing, why don't you do that shooting star press, that'll be a great end to it. And basically Angle just wanted to, the match to be over so he could then go and get his surgery. And he was like, this will be, that'll be a great way for me to go out. What a nice thing, what a good end it will be. Um, there's lots of debate about really what happens. Um, Lesnar said that he was anxious because Angle, he was aware that he could really seriously hurt him at any mm. point during the match. He said, I've never had a match where I'm nervous before, yeah. but I was nervous in this one. Right. Uh, Angle himself says, I was too far away and he had to overextend and that meant he lost a bit of sort of, you know, the natural... Momentum, yeah. Yeah, yeah momentum. Yeah. Some people say that, that Lesnar double sort of checks himself when he's up there yeah. that you can see him about to do it and he pauses as if to go I don't know if I and I'll do it and then he does yeah. and there's another school of thought which is just going they'd been going at such a physical pace during this match he was knackered he was knackered yeah. and then he tries to do this spectacular <laughs> difficult somersault you know he must be 350 pounds yeah. he looks like a albino gorilla mm. and he's going to do a swing round without a tyre <laughs> without a vine he's just going to do this thing and as you can see what happens he just plants himself like a tent peg I mean it's, it's I mean if it was just if he was just in the ring by himself watch. it would be spectacular but he's trying to do a move wouldn't he he comes down and it's just he lands on I don't know how he does it because he is rotating it looks fine he just needs about five centimetres uh, more or clearance. less less floor yeah less and floor what happens is do it on that bed that the women were wrestling on <laughs> <laughs> he just he comes out and I mean uh, it's it's like like when you sort of go oh and you know he dived into the swimming pool and there was no water in there <laughs> and then he never walked again and it's that it's that but it's being filmed and oh. as, uh, in, the, doc, the documentary is about it is Ric Flair says look had he not had those neck muscles mm. like, it would have been normal yep. in any way he would his <laughs> neck would have broken and he'd be dead and there'd just be a dead man and that would have been how Wrestlemania ended Kurt Angle probably would have had to pin him <laughs> you know I mean it's just his spinal fluid seared from his nose the best I mean it's, it's so serious and it was such a horrible thing when it happens the whole audience just oh my god yeah. and uh, I think when they quit show a re- replay of it Taz just screams out my god how is he not dead you know <laughs> that's that's how sort of serious it is yep. so bearing in mind in recent memory mm. Jim Ross will have witnessed a death yes in, yeah. in the ring this is I mean but this is a perfect example of, of it is just by sheer fluke and yep. talking about fractions of millimetres mm. that Brock Lesnar d- did not die that night yep. you know uh, I, I mean it would, oh, it's horrific it's mm. so horrible now <laughs> did, he not, did he get a sprain or anything? Was there any He got kind a concussion. Like... He got a right. concussion. But what happens immediately afterwards, he knocks himself absolutely silly. <laughs> so he was supposed to pin Angle with that shooting star press. And instead, Angle, uh, because Lesnar isn't near him yeah. and he can see he's hurt, Angle just gets over and tries to pin Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And Lesnar kicks out. And Angle, <laughs> he notices that Brock Lesnar is got this blank stare. Lesnar has said since, he said, I was knocked silly, he said, and as I was lying on the floor, I could feel my head and neck getting really hot, right? (laughs) He's suddenly going hot. Angle sees this and he goes, he had this blank stare. I could tell he didn't know where he was. I said, Brock, talk to me. Brock Lesnar said, yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. And Angle said, that's all I heard him say. I tried talking you through it and I told him what to do next. I could tell he wasn't hearing anything. He was just out. And I thought, we're in trouble. Um... 
Brock Lesnar said. <laughs> it's, it's just mad what happens in those. This is this is probably 20 seconds yeah. before it goes off air, is Lesnar just glazed <laughs> over. He said um, he doesn't remember finishing the match at all. Right. He remembers being in the air, seeing Angle Singler underneath him, and then nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> he said, I, 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 I remember sitting there in the ring and just gazing with a funny feeling. It felt like I was in a very little locker room or a gymnasium. And as I started coming to, the building just got bigger. <laughs> so it's something it's like that's tunnel happened that everything's gone, of, yeah. gone mad. Um, Angle <laughs> basically then has to go, right, we've buggered that up. What do we do now? And he said, had I not been in so desperate need of surgery, yeah. I might selfishly have pinned him, and then I'd have won WrestleMania. But and he was, really going, he was going, well, you know, it would have been the right thing to do, because Brock is really injured. We don't know how... Yeah, you know, we don't know how so this is going to... I yeah. did what I could, and I got out. But he was like, I need surgery. I'm not going to get this belt. Yeah. So they quickly improvised it. And you can just see Lesnar goes into sort of, you know, I think he just grabs Kurt, and it's pretty much just the F5, which is mm. the finishing move. Previously, this is... Uh, Kurt Angle is the first person to kick out of the F5 right. when the match was still going well um, and now he's got to take another one um, yeah Taz says oh my god how is he not dead and anyway the match finishes Lesnar pins Angle and he doesn't move and they present Lesnar with the belt and he looks at it like they've just given him a like, like a, a, or a new colour or something and he's just he can't work out what it is and he's just staring at it and he, and he can't get up he's just lying on the ropes and every now and then you'll see him sort of like He's almost like he's going to be sick. And he sort of starts going... (laughs) 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 And it's like if you had a cow. If you were a vet and you went to a farm and you opened up a bar... This is not even half stunned. (laughs) How long long has this cow been sick? And then you've gone, oh, she's been sick for four four weeks now. And you go, you should have called me. And And that's what Brian has. I could endanger the rest of the herd. (laughs) He looks so ill. Anyway, oh, God, so... They, WrestleMania ends and it's like his eyes aren't working at all and his insides have gone wrong and he's just all, ah, ah, ah. it cuts and it's oh what a WrestleMania moment that sort of thing he shakes Angle's hand and you can tell he doesn't know what a hand is he's just like what the fuck is that there's footage of him that was taken for a documentary that was included with the DVD, uh, which is a short behind-the-scenes thing. And it shows Lesnar uh, coming back after the match, and he's still very unconscious, <laughs> walking, you know, just stiffly. But the medical staff all sat him down, and they begin sort of, you know, sort of trying to, lay, you know, uh, put a neck brace on. And yeah. like that. I'm trying to get him onto a stretcher, and he just loses his shit. He doesn't know where he is, and he's just, get off me! I, I don't and, even, where would you even find like anything to restrain well, that beast? Exactly. He's, uh, he, he keeps on talking throughout about how hot his head's getting. And he's always getting really warm. Anyway, he gets back to bed and uh, he wakes up the next morning as a sponsor thing and he just keeps vomiting. And the vomit is a clear sign that he has a concussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was lucky to just get away with a concussion. Good Lord, yes. But it's um, it, it's 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 oddly... No it's breakages, sort of, no kind of like no, no compressed no. discs or anything. He was, he was incredibly lucky. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that you look at and people always go, ah, botch, it's a great botch and everything. <laughs> and a man and nearly actually, dies. Well, what you see is, I mean, it really is, it's the closest thing to dying in the ring without actually dying being hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's actually one of those bits that is really hard to watch. Out of everything <laughs> in wrestling, that is one of the uh, <laughs> the hardest. What's quite interesting about this is also that this is the first time when Brock Lesnar is going, wrestling's not for me. So he's been fast-tracked through because he's a monster and he's mm. an astonishing athlete. He's yeah. just remarkable. But 
about a week before WrestleMania, as he's building up for this big match, they do a house show and they say to him, we want you to lose to The Rock because uh, it's not being televised and everything. And he goes, but I'm about to do the WrestleMania main event. Yeah. Why don't I not lose to The Rock? And then that gives me a bit more for the... Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they said, um, no, no, this is, um, um, you know... Um, you know, about 90 minutes before the match, Rock comes over and goes, "Yeah, I'm, I'm going to beat you." Um, you know, we said we said we keep you strong, but we're not going to do that. And Lesnar really felt at that point that he was being lied to and being played, and it was mm. the first time it happened to him. And he began to mistrust the entire business. Yeah. So even though he's in the WrestleMania main event, he realizes that he's just another person who they can just at will decide whether he should win or lose. Yeah. And he doesn't like that. And so within a year. He's having his final wrestling match before he goes on to pastures new. Right. Um, it's 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 sort of an amazing thing. He just does not like the political side of wrestling. I don't yeah. think he likes the uh, the physical side of it, and uh, everything else can go and do one. Does it? So does he? Where does he go for? He, so I'm sure he'll get onto that. But he goes. We will. Yes. Well, he he briefly leaves to try out for the NFL, and I think he gets you know sort of interest in the Minnesota Vikings, but not enough to take him through. The very look, fact, how old is he there? He looks about forty. I, th- I think he's probably about twenty five. Right. But even oh, that, for wow. someone who has never really played football and who's been working as a wrestler for three years, four years... That's a pretty... Um... It, it, it shouldn't happen. It, it would be like uh, if he'd have sort of gone, oh, I want to get into premiership football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, he'd got really close to doing it, yeah. you know. Um, after that, he then uh, does a bit of wrestling in Japan, but what his ultimate aim is to do is to go to the UFC, right. which uh, he ultimately does. And uh, in the same way that he wins his first uh, WWE championship from The Rock at SummerSlam... Uh, beating someone who is in a Scorpion King film. He will later win the (laughs) UFC championship from Randy Couture, who is also the hero in another Scorpion film. (laughs) Scorpion King film. Just a strange little bit of trivia that could have been of no use that is probably stopping me being able to do things like learn to drive. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot neither of us can drive. No. Yeah. It's going to make our um, WrestleMania a road, road trip, trip yeah, a little, little bit, diffi- bit long. Little bit difficult. We're going to have to be doing yeah. it on bikes. Well, maybe we can, <laughs> we can get a wrestler to drive us around. Oh, yeah. We're going to end up their... through a windscreen. Junkyard, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so, wow, that has been really cool. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. It fun. It's, um, I'm looking forward to, uh, do you know what I was about to say? I'm really looking forward to next year's, which is uh, WrestleMania 20. Mm. There's a lot there that's really good fun, and there's some good matches as yeah. well. But we do get a bit Benoit-y. <clears throat> Let's go, Mark Haynes. <laughs> I've never seen you do that, where you actually, you cleared your throat and you were like, I've got a joke, but you were like, think about what I'm going to say My before it comes out. <laughs> there was a pause there. Well, when we, when we went to, to CWE, um, it was, would it have been that long after Benoit? I just remember... Um, uh, a friend invited out that it's the sort of thing you can't shout no no. let's go Benoit there, um, are, there are many combinations of words you could shout at wrestling <laughs> that would be unpopular but they wouldn't immediately kick you out yeah. but I think if you just shouted let's, let's go, go Benoit ben, then that would be it and Get rightly out. and rightly so uh, would it be as bad if you chanted let's, let, let's go Fred West I don't know probably not he had more people he killed didn't he he did yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he never—he was never as good at wrestling. Let's go, shitman. I bet he loved wrestling. <laughs> he looked like a block who loved wrestling. No, these lads look like they know how to apply chokeholds, <laughs> etc. <laughs> oh well, god, bloody disgracefully! And then that was—that was three, uh, two. Um, Fred Wrestler. Um, we'll be back next week with more wrestling, Mark. Wrestling, Peter. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.
was a Radio Stakhano production. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.